We made it again. Welcome back to the CBS Sports Ion College Basketball Podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting, dodo birds, leaky black. Ion College Basketball Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. Matt Norlander is here with me. If you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button like you're Brandon Davies. You have consent. Don't forget why you're here. Also, subscribe to the CBS Sports College Basketball YouTube channel. Let's get into it. The game of the weekend, it's a basketball game that sounds like a big football game, and traditionally it is a big football game. This weekend, it's all an amazing basketball game. First place in the SEC on the line, Tennessee at Alabama, Coleman Coliseum. Both schools are 12-3 and in the SEC, so the winner going to be alone atop the SEC standings with just two games left on the schedule. Um, it'd be awesome in the first weekend of March, no matter what, but it's especially awesome given the heater that Dalton Connect finds himself on right now. Deadleg, uh, let me know if you would agree with this. Zach Eady is going to be the national player of the year, but Tennessee's Dalton Connect is becoming, on some level, the story of the sport. It's March. Good morning. I think I might agree with that. I'm on fire. Friday. March is here. As you can see, Parrish is just as excited. And for everyone listening, I gave you a little treat to start the show anyway. So you're welcome. I did it late last night. And uh, you know I couldn't at least not give you a little something there. We got a huge, huge weekend. Are you looking for a new basketball shoe? If so, this is Gary Parrish here to tell you that the New Balance 2-Way V4 features the groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Every step feels explosive and dynamic, and the upper construction features a lightweight textile that's supportive and breathable. So whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the 2-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the 2-Way at newbalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. You've got the H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on those dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or the third-row seating gets your whole family in to experience the thrill together. The dual wireless charging pads make sure that no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead cell phone. Think about those adventurous activities you can do. Like me, 
taking a ski trip up with the family, maybe going on a camping expedition, anything and everything. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This game, I think this game is is a great balance between, it's like got a lot of entertaining, you know, facets to it. But other than Tennessee trying to play it for the one-line GP, I don't think it means that much. I'm going to love just watching a game between two awesome teams that might go 90 plus points. I think Dalton connect has a case has a case as the most valuable player. Now in the sport, RJ Davis, frankly, isn't that far behind. I'm actually not. I'm not all the way there that Zach Eady is the lock now to win national player of the year. I'm saying, I think he will win it, but it's not inconceivable. And I'll tell you what, at least at CBS sports, because as your reminder, as GP well knows, we hand out that award after the Elite Eight and before the Final Four. So if we got to a situation where one seed Purdue got knocked out by, you know, eight seed whatever team from the Mountain West. Yeah. That, 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 sounds like, it sounds like Colorado State. Yeah, like Colorado State beats Purdue and Dalton Connect carries Rick Barnes to the Final Four in Tennessee. Uh, for the first time in program history, under those circumstances, Dalton Connect would have a very real chance at least winning National Player of the Year for us. Now, there are six other major National Player of the Year awards. Some of those voting houses close the Monday after the regular season ends. So before we even get to conference tournaments, others close after Selection Sunday. So Zach Eady is going to win National Player of the Year. What? But Dalton Connect continues to be on a heater. I'm very intrigued to see just how much he eats this weekend against an Alabama defense that's had a lot of issues here. Uh, game feels like something of a toss-up. We are going to pick this at the very end of the show, just talk about all the, the facets and things surrounding this game. But um, pretty pretty dynamite matchup we've got here, GP. And uh, again, whatever team wins, whatever team loses, I just don't think that there's too, too much on the line with this. But doesn't mean I don't appreciate and won't be super geeked to, uh, to tune in and see what we get from Dalton Connect. I'll also mention Mark Sears, you know, I do the Naismith Player of the Year updates weekly for for CBS and on social and all that. And past couple of weeks, I've had Mark Sears in the top 10. I think he is a worthy uh, person of being included. His numbers have been outstanding, and he has been the biggest reason why Alabama has obviously been, you know, top 10 status for the, much of the past two months. Uh, nothing on the line. You're very disrespectful to conference championships. Do you not value conference championships? I actually don't. Um, so that's actually, in all sincerity, I this it means a ton to the program, their fans. Uh, I it doesn't doesn't bother me who wins and whether you win a conference championship or not. It's a great story, but I I don't care who wins the conference championship. So okay, well, um, well, I'm, I'm certain somebody somewhere does, and and the conference championship is perhaps on the line. It could be decided. It's, yeah, it's not even definitely right. It's perhaps on the line. Well, I mean, okay, they're they're tied for first. They're both twelve and three. The winner will have a one game lead over the other with two games left to play. No, nobody's clinching anything, but certainly it it puts you in a advantageous position. It's a it's a high stakes basketball game. I don't know why you're trying to discount it. I'm not. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not discounting it. I'm saying it's a really really good game, but it's not like they're playing to get into the tournament. There'll be other games with higher urgency. That's all I'm saying. But I'm I'm more excited for this matchup than any other matchup this weekend. Okay. On um on Dalton Connect National Player of the Year candidate, I mean, I guess if you have to have a list, then certainly he's got to be on it. And if I had to put together a list, say submit a ballot of five, 
he might be number two. But I still think in this moment, the gap between he and Zach Eady is pretty significant. Um, I, 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 the way you explained it is exactly how we could end up with a Dalton Connect National Player of the Year at CBS Sports. You know, Eady goes out early. Connect takes Tennessee to the Final Four on this historic run. Absolutely, I'll, I'll cast a ballot for him because um, what he's been doing and what he would have to do to make that happen would obviously be uh, unbelievable. But in this moment, like March 1st, 2024, Zach Eady is still averaging more points, more rebounds, nearly the same number of assists, shooting better from the field, and he's doing it for a more accomplished slash better team. So in this moment, I don't think it's particularly close. Zach Eady would be your national player of the year. But yeah, we got a long ways to go between the time you and I go submit a ballot for that. And um, I suppose uh, Dalton Connect continuing to play this way and taking Tennessee deep is one way somebody could catch it. Just some numbers for you real quick, just to provide some context. Um, right now, Zach Eady's Ken Palm player of the year rating if you follow that stuff is a 2.390 yeah. 0.799 better than everybody else second place is deron holmes at dayton 1.591 so he is i know right so then Edie is 0.799 ahead of him i promise this i love be- when you talk math hey can we go back to what teams need to do to finish at 500 i love this i'm better at this last season 2.106 was his kin palm player of the year rating and that was 0.485 ahead of second place, which was UCLA's Hami Haikes. So here's my point. Zach Eady's Kimpom Player of the Year rating, whatever it's worth, is better this year than it was last year. And he is further ahead of the pack right now than he finished last season. Nugget. Player of the Year today. Easy. But sure, I guess Dalton Connect could maybe. could maybe. I, I'm, I'm just saying I, I'm not... 100% there. I'm like 96% there under the circumstances I provided to you before. And I think part of this, surely you must agree, GP. Uh, by the way, did I mention this, March? Um, Dalton Connect is more fun to watch play basketball than Zach Eady, and he is a newer thing. So thankfully, college basketball doesn't seem to have the kind of voter fatigue for MVP that you certainly get at the NBA level. Um, I mean, hell, we watched uh, Nikola Jokic not win uh, another MVP because he hadn't won an NBA final and said, even though the NBA MVP reward is only based on what you do in the regular season, they gave it to Joel Embiid, and then Jokic goes on and wins a championship there. We don't have that in college hoops, which I am very thankful for, but if you just watch Zach Eady play, I find it to be a wonder, but his game doesn't have, (laughs) you know, I'm going to drop that coveted phrase on this podcast. His game does not have the sex appeal of uh, of many other high-end players there. And Dalton Connect is a firecracker and a fire launcher. And uh, on any given moment, he is liable to go off on a, on a personal 10-0 run against the team. And so um, because of that, I still give it a chance, you know, long-term. But it's also why I think it's not completely out of the picture. But that being said, I think, if, I think it's going to be easy. If you if you are operating with a mindset where you're going to get bored with your Zach Eady and start looking for um, the new fun thing with sex appeal, that's a little firecracker. That's how you end up divorced, dead leg. That's exactly I mean, that's exactly how you end up divorced going through life. Are, you a, are you a divorce mindset. expert? That's I'm an expert on everything. I don't. I, I, I okay. I'm an expert on everything. I'm just saying, you start getting bored with your Zach Eady looking for the new fun thing with sex appeal that's how you end up divorced dead leg four of us he has been he has been i tell you 
<laughs> on one. The other night, so 12.02 left. This is Wednesday night. 12.02 left in a the game. They're in uh, a game with Auburn up in Knoxville. And Auburn's up eight, 63-55. And from there, Donk Connect outscored Auburn by himself, 25-21, flipped an eight-point deficit into an eight-point win. Afterwards, Rick Barnes said, that final 12 minutes was one of the great performances I've ever been able to see. This is a man who coached Kevin Durant for a year at Texas, and he was blown away by what he watched Dalton Connect do. Uh, Connect's now averaging 20.8 points per game, but 26.6 in Tennessee's last 14. So as the competition has increased, those are all SEC games, um, he's gotten better. And as he's transferred up, from mid-major to high-major, he's gotten better. Shooting above 52% from three, Tennessee's past three games. Looking like a legitimate lottery option in the 2024 NBA draft. Let me ask you that. You believe in him? You willing to spend a lottery pick on him? Uh, yeah, I think probably he's probably worth it at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I agree with you. This is why I wanted to open with this one. Uh, whether you take the stakes of conference championships seriously or not, yeah, um, yeah. it should be it should be a blast of a basketball game as well. And with Connect coming off, it'd be, like I said, it'd be big no matter what. Um, first week in a March, two teams power conference playing for first place. That's big no matter what. But it's especially big with Connect coming off of the the thirty nine point effort. Everybody just watched and. Uh, you know, was blown away by. Uh, we'll save our predictions for this game later in the show, but uh, but a nice start to March. Did I say, did I mention, by the way, it's it's March? Oh, buddy, yes, yes, Wait. you have. Gonzaga got a big win Thursday night. St. Mary's wrapped up an outright West Coast Conference regular season title. We're going to talk a little WCC next. First, though, word from our partners. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gonzaga went to San Francisco, Chase Center, got a victory over San Francisco last night. Meantime, St. Mary's wrapped up an outright West Coast Conference title. Congrats to the Gales. Two outright WCC regular season titles now for Randy Bennett. As I was, uh, you know, reading through this, uh, this, this, this popped into my head. Yep. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you ever think, and by ever, I mean ever, 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 ever. Ever? Forever, ever. Ever, you, ever, ever. Forever. Do you think we'll ever have another situation where two men no. are as successful as Mark Few and Randy Bennett have been in a league outside of the top 10 in college basketball leagues, and they'll just stay there for two decades the way these guys have? 
I can just picture it now. You know, it's last night. I don't know. One in the morning, central time. Paris's wife has passed out next to him. He's just laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, being like, will we ever get this again? That's exactly what this will is. Will we ever have a situation like Mark Few and Randy Bennett, two coaches this good outside of a top eight? No. Top nine? No. Will we ever have two coaches outside of a top 10 league? This is what we lead the B section with on the podcast. And you know what? We won't. <laughs> We won't. As someone who really uh, appreciates and holds in such high esteem regular season championships, uh, my congratulations uh, to St. Mary's for you know having just an outstanding season. I know that this means a ton there. We're not going to see this again, particularly when you look into win percentage. Uh, I mean, never say never, but it feels like the, the sun will swallow the earth before before we get something like this. Yeah, the sun's going to swallow the earth before the end of the, the June. Uh, I, I'm, I'll take the over. That's what I saw on Facebook. The sun's about to get us. I think I saw that on Facebook somewhere. Mm, yeah. Okay. Hey, listen. Trivia time for you. Hmm. How many times in a row has Gonzaga beat San Francisco? Uh, like in a row, a row? Consecutively. Like consecutively in a row? Yeah. How many? How many times do you think Gonzaga has defeated San Francisco? Yeah, it's it's just like eleven times. According to Gonzaga, the Bulldogs won their 29th straight game against the Dons to wrap yeah. the number two seed in the conference tournament behind number 17, St. Mary's. Yeah. 86-68. Um, it was extremely impressive. I was actually, I had the game on as I was finishing up a Reed Shepard feature that is going to run, I believe. I already read a big Reed, Reed Shepard feature. Ah, well, you know what? If you could support me as well. And that's the other thing, yes. <laughs> what do we need another one of those for? Reed Shepard goes absolutely off. <laughs> Kyle Tucker knew I was writing one, and I knew he was writing one. And he, you're, uh, he you're the, the best story. at writing an amazing story about a week after somebody else wrote an amazing story. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I appreciate your support. I was writing a Reed Shepard feature, and this game got to be a blowout. And, uh, and it just... I thought it was going to be closer. I don't know if Gonzaga is for sure going to be an at-large because it's got to play another game this weekend against St. Mary's, but I thought it was a very good sign that they were able to get this done and to not even make it a game. Golden Gate Mike would be proud, would be extremely proud. They've now been able to get a couple games under pressure, under the gun, to at least keep that uh, alive. Palm has him in the, Palm had him in the bracket before the game. I have not seen his updated bracket here this morning. He, they were in Dayton before this. I wonder if he's going to push him out of Dayton and into like safe territory for now. Uh, but I think that if they were to lose against St. Mary's on Saturday, you could make the case that they would be on the outside looking in. But if not, they're going to be right there dancing on the uh, on the edge there. Hickman had 22. Ryan Nemhard had 15. And Gonzaga has now won seven in a row. Um, do you think it's... Obviously, they're in the bracket now. Do you think... If they win this weekend at St. Mary's, they're in no matter what happens no, in the WCC tournament? No. No. If they win at St. Mary's and they lose their first WCC game, I think they're in real danger of not making the tournament. Oh, wow. I would think you win at St. Mary's no matter what you do in the WCC tournament, you're fine. Too many other teams can do, do too many other things over the next yeah. two weeks for me to feel comfortable about that. Yeah, that's, I would not that's, say that. Yeah. You, so you have them as a lock. GP's got Gonzaga lock if it wins at St. Mary's. First of all, winning at St. Mary's is a huge ask, as is. They already won at Rupp Arena. 
Yeah, Rupp Arena ain't the UCUP. <laughs> okay, clip that one. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not. Rupp Arena is not the UCUP. Hey, more people have won at Rupp Arena than, you know. You don't win at University Credit Union Pavilion unless you're Missouri State. That did happen this season on December 23rd. Yeah. But Gonzaga, I don't know. We'll see. Zags are now four and six in the first two quadrants. They have two quadrant one wins. Um, they only have one loss outside of quadrant one, zero losses outside of the first two quadrants. They're up to 19th in the net. Yes, I think I don't I can't even believe I can't even believe you can't agree with me. You win at St. Mary's, you're already 19th in the net, and you you that you can only possibly lose one more game after that. You're in. That's that's done. I can't go lock. Sorry. I can. Win at St. Mary's, you're um you're a lock. Hey, uh Trivia time for you. Give it to me. When's the last time somebody other than Gonzaga or St. Mary's won at least a share of the WCC? I want to say San Diego did it like 10 years ago. Okay, let me rephrase. Because I wouldn't. Is that not right? Or is that right? It, it might be right. It I, might I, be I, right. I, I'm rephrasing. I'm rephrasing because I wouldn't have looked that up. And as I was asking it to you, I realized I, there was a loophole in the way I asked it. When is the last time? Neither Gonzaga nor St. Mary's had at least a share of the WCC title. That's not the same question. That's uh, why I had to rephrase. In the regular season? Yes. All right. Uh, I think I can get this in three guesses. Uh, do you know the year? I know the year and I know the team. And I know the I'll coach. Say, all right. Give me three guesses on the year. I'll say the year's 2002. Um, it's not. That's an incorrect answer. Is the year? I'll, hint, I'll give you a hint. You got to go ah, backwards. No, no hints. I don't want no hints. Um, then I'll say eh, it's not 2002. I'll say 2001. You get no. That's incorrect. Hmm. Then I will say. I th- I feel like it's pe- all right. How about this? My guess is Pepperdine. Is Pepperdine correct? Pepperdine's the correct answer. Okay. Um. I feel like it is in the 2000s, so I will blindly say it is 05 that Pepperdine won. 2000 in the Damn year it. 2000. 2000. And, and get, Damn and, it. Uh, special bonus trivia time. Who was the coach? Of Pepperdine in the year 2000. In the year 2000. That's right. Uh, Pepperdine's coach. Well, that was Lorenzo Romar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jan, Jan Van Bredikoff. Oh, good. Uh, and, JB, and by the way. JVBK. <laughs> yes. By the way, just when you have a second, go Google Jan Van Bredikoff's Wikipedia page and look at his Wikipedia picture. It's it's the funniest Wikipedia picture I've ever seen in my life. Just look at it right now. At it right now. You're Googling an 81-year-old man. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> now I want you to look at this picture. No, he's on what he is, is he's on top of his Wikipedia page. That's what he is. There's apparently a rule because I discovered this. Is it Tom Izzo? Tom Izzo? Yeah, I think it, Tom. Let me go to Tom Izzo. Not if you can bring up Tom Izzo's Wikipedia page on the YouTube thing. No, bring up Jam. Bring, bring up both of them. But apparently on Wikipedia, you can't use licensed photography to uh, identify a certain person. There's rules around it, apparently. So that's why you see <laughs> these. Jam Van Bredekoff. The problem is this, this dude. Absolutely. That's a guy that looks like he listens to some fog hat. What's the problem? I just mean like when you were Googling somebody to see whether they're, you see how they're doing. You yeah, know? you were looking, you wondered if he was dead. 
when you're Googling somebody, you just see what he's they've been up with. still with us. That is, that's a hilarious picture when you were Googling someone who's 80 years old. <laughs> to, to have that be the first thing that pop up is funny to me. That's a, that's a life goal right there. Bring up Nada. Bring up Tom Izzo real like quick. If here. somebody said, hey, I ever tell you about my grandpa? Do you want to – and they said, no, I never heard about your grandpa. Oh, let me show you a picture. And they show you that. Wouldn't that be funny? It would. Look at Tom Izzo. He's screaming into his phone. That's his Wikipedia picture. <laughs> he looks 80 years old trying to talk trying to talk on FaceTime right there. How does Tom Izzo look 90 years older than J.M. Van Bredikoff on Wikipedia? It's <laughs> <That's> amazing, man. <laughs> and that, by the way, is exactly how Tom texts. I Without guarantee Without a doubt. Oh, and now, listen. He's That's how he texts. I guarantee you. Tom Izzo size 72 typeface the whole way uh, without a doubt it's it's undeniable there um gonzaga congrats on a really good win setting up just an outstanding outstanding matchup this weekend against saint mary's um you can make a case that's the that's the second best game of the weekend right there behind tennessee alabama uh i, I will say this i think it is more likely than not that gonzaga is is way more likely than not that gonzaga will make the tournament if it wins at saint mary's but if it were to lose it's first game, and that's the WC semis, and so it would be the two. I guess it's going to play. Uh, did you look at the standings here, GP? Because I'm wondering what quad level game that is. Maybe you think it doesn't matter in in general. Um, so it will be San Francisco. So, um, at least it should be. So Gonzaga, San Francisco. That'll be a quad two on a neutral. A loss there. I just can't say lock. I don't know why. But I've I've said from the start that Gonzaga would be in the tournament. I have not. I I believe that by Winning the auto bid, I thought they were going to get in. I didn't think the streak would end, and I and I stand by that. I still think we're going to look up on Selection Sunday. Bulldogs will be in the bracket. Are you ready for the final four and one? Are you ready to pick thirty-two Division three teams in a bracket? I'm ready to pick like four or five. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> one more word from partner, please. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles. Chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Final Four and One presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook make every moment more. If you're wondering about the updated records, let me provide them for you. After a three and two week last week, GP, GP, your season leader is now 45, 34 and three. That represents a four game lead over DL dead leg hashtag insurmountable. Sure, bro. Hashtag insurmountable. Game one, Friday night. Music up a little bit more. It's March. I need a little more nada. A little more. Game one, Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Number 21, Dayton at Loyola, Chicago, inside Clayton Custer Arena. You can watch it on ESPN2. Kim Pom has it. Getting dragged in the chat. 
for not realizing that an 81 year old used to be 31. <laughs> you can't be 30. Can't be 81 before you're 31. Well, that's stupid. Do you do you not understand? Like, if somebody if some if, if somebody said, "Hey, who is Matt Norlander?" and I said, "Let me show you a picture," I and I showed him your baby picture, <laughs> I knew I could That, I would, that would be outrageous. I understand when this somebody dies. This is a thing, by the way. In the in the general world, like you know, you see someone's photo and then you see him in person. You're like, ah, I don't know about that. You you yourself, you yourself, your parish is a hypocrite. If you go to Gary Parish's byline on CBS Sports right now, you don't look like that, do you? I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> Maybe you do. Hold on. <laughs> I don't even know. What Tell you what, bring up a picture of Parrish seven years ago. It's it's a Jan, it's, it's it's a Jan Van Bredekoff situation. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Just when when you are looking at a pic. Yeah, a no, picture. no, absolutely not. This is this is not you now. I don't know. It's it's you with hair. Well, what do you mean? Do you mean send in a new picture? Yeah, actually, I do. If you're gonna if you're gonna go after Jan Van Bredekoff and 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 make a stand, then yeah, I do. Just when when you were trying to find a uh, when you were looking at someone who is 81 and that's the first picture you see, that's funny. That's hilarious. They're saying you got catfished by Jan Van Bredekoff. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would have. That's exactly how it happens. I'd be swiping right. How many women have swiped right on Jam Van Bredikoff thinking that's who's going to show up? <laughs> what if Jam Van Bredikoff is on the dating apps? Uh, and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> Look, he's got a nice head of hair. Amongst us, yeah, and amongst us accomplishments i i took pepperdine to the wcc <laughs> championship in 2000 the last time it wasn't done by saint mary's or gonzaga you meet you meet yeah that's in his bio on uh, the dating app <laughs> last coach to win a wcc title with and make saint mary's and gonzaga finish below him in the standings so you got these women out there they're swiping right and then they're like all right we'll meet you at starbucks <laughs> and then 81 year old jb bredikoff walks in Oh boy! It is March. So let's pick a game. Oh, God. you can watch it on ESPN too. Kim Pom's got a date minus four. Hey, I know you don't care about league races. <laughs> I care about the races. Who who actually wins it? I I couldn't give a damn. I know you don't care about conference races, but both of these teams are twelve and three in the Atlantic Ten. Richmond thirteen and two. So uh, winner's going to stay within one game of your spiders. Loser's going to fall two games back. This is an 18-game schedule. So you got this weird situation in the A-10. Dayton is 47 spots better than everybody else in the league in the net. Like, yeah. clearly the best team in all the computers, but looking up at Richmond in the standings. And if they don't win at Loyola Chicago tonight, they are probably not going to get even a share of the A-10 title. Uh, if Dayton loses, is it, does it have a chance at it at large? What? I'm just saying. I'm just this is one of those questions where I ask it to you, and then you know the listener might, might not might not be clued in, keyed in on the Dayton situation. If Dayton were to lose this game, does it still have a chance at an at large bid? Yes, Dayton's fine. Okay. Okay, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, who you, who you think you're gonna put in this tournament if you don't want Gonzaga and Dayton? No, I'm not saying that they can't be in. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm setting it up. Yes, yeah, yes, Dayton could lose this game and still be fine. Okay. Uh, Loyola Chicago has really done quite well for itself this season. Um, been cruising under the radar because, if I remember correctly, it lost its opener against FAU. 
But uh, at 20 and 8, and Drew Valentine's got them, as you said, 12 and 3. Coming off a loss, 15 points against St. Bonaventure. But overall, like 20 and 8, I think, you know, they're doing pretty well on balance overall. Um, but in order to get in, they will need to win the auto bid in the A10 here. I'm just proud of GP for picking a Friday game. Um, I, I'm the, I'm the, I was once the master of ceremonies Atlantic 10 media luncheon yeah. pre pandemic. So, yeah. you know, this is a, tonight's a big deal for me. We got SmackDown on tonight and we got Dayton Loyola Chicago tonight. I don't know what else you could want in life. I know which of those two you'll be watching. I will go with, I'll go with Dayton on the road here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And there you said it's four. So Loyola Dayton Chicago. Dayton minus four. Eight minus four. Uh, no, you know what? I will take Loyola Chicago to cover. If it's minus four, I will take. I'll take the Ramblers to ramble, and and to cover. Uh, this is a nine p.m. tip. You said nine p.m. Eastern. Will Sister Jean be in the building for a nine p.m. tip? It's late for her. I mean, I don't want to eight, speak for eight her. Eight central though, right? Eight central. Eight central. I'll say she's there. I hope so. I hope she's there. Um, if you missed it earlier, while Dalton Connect's getting all the attention and deservedly so. It is Deron Holmes, who is actually second in the Ken Palm Player of the Year ratings right now behind Zach Eady. I'll take Dayton on the road. I'll lay four. Give me the Flyers. Game two, Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Number seven, Kansas at number 15, Baylor inside Huck Pavilion. You can watch this one on ABC. Ken Palm's got it. Baylor minus five. I think the real line will be minus five. No color on the road, maybe minus four. I think it's going to be about. I think it's going to be about that because of the no color thing. Like, yeah. what have you seen? Well, outside of like last weekend, <laughs> I, I know. I keep going. What? Are, like, we just watched Kansas without McCullough, like really struggle for forty minutes. Now we think they're going to go to Baylor and look. I mean, maybe if anybody could, it'd be Bill Self. He does stuff like that all the time. But the, the most recent thing we've seen was not encouraging, was it? No, KU obviously got dropped at home by BYU, 76-68. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Uh, this is offense versus defense. Kansas is top 10 in defensive efficiency. Baylor still has a top five offense, and it ranks second in the country to Kentucky in three-point accuracy. The Bears are making 40.4% of their three-pointers here. Um, tasty game. Uh... I'm going to say, I'll say BU gets it done. I'll say Baylor wins and Baylor covers, but, you know, if someone's going to do it, it'll be self. But I will I will take Baylor in this spot, especially after it got close and gave it away last weekend at home against a better team in Houston. Um, I believe that's that was Baylor's first uh, home loss of the season. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take them to, to get it done in the uh, newly opened two-month-old Foster Pavilion. Should be clear, it's not – crystal clear whether Kevin McCullough is going to play or not this weekend. That'll probably be something closer to a, a game time decision, um, but he hasn't been playing. And, um, you know, the most recent thing was a struggle without him. It, look, I'll take Kansas plus the points. Just uh, Bill Self plus five points seems like a good deal most days. So um, obviously what we just watched at home against BYU wasn't encouraging, but five points is a, I'll take the five with the Kansas Jayhawks. Game three is Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Number five, Marquette at number 12, Creighton inside the Adam Durrett Center. You can watch this one on Fox. Kim Palm's got it. Creighton minus four. Tyler Kolick, story heading into this one, reigning Big East player of the year, had to leave uh, Marquette's midweek game with an oblique injury. 
Um, so his status is, uh, you know, tied to that. Yeah, no, another, <laughs> this is just, you know, what a treat here to have, uh, like a lot of watchable games, a good slate, you know, start to finish there on, uh, on Saturday. Um, yeah, his status, I think is enough for me to, to consider Creighton heavily in this one, GP. Um, Baylor Shireman has, you know, been the big star for Creighton this season. Not the only one, but he has been he has been the player they hoped he would be in the moments that they needed him to be so far this season. Creighton coming off a just easy win over Seton Hall on Wednesday. And now gets Marquette here, and it's going to try and uh, level the season series because back uh, late December, they played in Milwaukee. It was a good game. Marquette won one by five. Um, I'm keeping an eye on Trey Alexander in this one. I think that Trey Alexander... Uh, you know he's he's had some decent games as of late, but he's been a, he's been a little little up and down, little up little down. Um, he had 31 in the loss last weekend against St. John's. Gets overlooked because you know St. John's wins going away, but can he show up, play well in a big time situation? He has not been the three point shooter this season that he was last season, but I still watch him play, and I I, I know there's another level that he can tap into. So. Um, I'm keeping an eye on him because I, I figure maybe Kalkbrenner, Igadaro, maybe they, they cancel each other out there. Um, if there is no Kolik, that probably helps Ashworth a bit because a uh, good playmaker, not a good defender. Um, and so if, if, if Kolik is even limited, um, that's an advantage for Creighton. It gets the game on its home floor. I, I'll say the Blue Jays win, uh, but Marquette also playing for, you know, two seed potential and this is a, a big road game here uh marquette right now has got at creighton and then it's home against yukon next week so uh kind of a, a heck of a back-to-back here but i'll say i'll say the jays winning cover you mentioned overlook you know who's overlooked cam jones my little homie from memphis has anybody ever been more overlooked in the history of the world as a leading score for a top five team more than Cam Jones, my little homie from Memphis. Is this what you sat in bed and thought about after the Mark Few and Once Randy I settled Bennett. the Mark Few-Randy Bennett yeah. thing, I settled on this. This is actually what I fell asleep thinking about. Okay. 34 points two games ago against DePaul. 34 points against Xavier. Followed it up with 17 in that midweek victory over Providence. Now averaging a team-high 15.9 points for a team ranked fifth in the AP poll. For a team still chasing that fourth number one seed, and he's he doesn't get completely overshadowed. People just talk about him like he's Tyler Kolick's teammate. I find it disrespectful. Okay. Does that mean you're taking Marquette? Yes. Okay. Yes. Can't all right. say all that about my but I got little homies from Memphis at Creighton too. Mason Miller, Jonathan Lawson. I got little homies from Memphis all over this Big East court. But I'm riding with Cam Jones. Seriously, he's the leading scorer in a top five team. Nobody I cares. Get it. You're not wrong, bud. He's You're the not leading wrong. scorer in a top five team. Nobody cares. I care. All right, good. Well, I'm glad. Cam Jones, me, me and Deadleg care. All right? Me and Deadleg care. Here's your opportunity this weekend inside the Adam Dirt Center. <laughs> yeah, Dirt's from the Bay Area, by the way. I know, I know, why, you gave, I know why you gave it to him, but I'm just saying. Nobody is... I was going to say nobody's more closely associated with Omaha than Adam Duritz, but I think probably Peyton Manning and one of the richest men in the history of the world. Yes. I right. Agree. Yes. I met him, Warren Buffett. 
Cool story, Hansel. Cr- What's game four? At a Creighton game. He, he, he had a Creighton logo on his face. I thought that was funny. One of the richest men in the world. I think that's put, just what he does on Tuesdays. So Just putting yeah. logos on his face. Game four, Saturday, 8 p.m. Houston, Eastern. 8 p.m. Houston? 8 p.m. Houston. <laughs> Kelvin Sampson's team is so good, they're now taking over time zones. 8 p.m. Houston. All right. Game four, oh, Saturday. Oh, it's a Friday. <laughs> it's a Friday. <laughs> Brent Stover had one of those on uh, on on Tuesday night. We were laughing about. It. He he said, uh, "Welcome to our New York studios. It's uh, midnight Eastern here in the Eastern Time Zone." <laughs> I said, "Stove, it's midnight Eastern everywhere." Game four Saturday, eight p.m. No. Eastern. No, it's not. There are twenty-four time zones. It wouldn't be midnight Eastern everywhere. It is still midnight Eastern everywhere. Just like right now, it's 940 Eastern for me, even though I'm in the central time zone. Okay, fair enough. Now, ah, now I see what you're saying. Time. What does it mean? It's a contract. Go ahead. <laughs> Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern. You want to get into the of relativity before we get out of here? We can try, I guess. Anyway. Number one, Houston at Oklahoma inside the Hollis Price Center. You can watch it on ESPN2. Hollis Price Kimpom has it. Houston minus seven. You know who Hollis Price is? Stop it. Stop it. You don't know Hollis Price. I, I, I know Hollis Price extremely well. You didn't grow up with Hollis Price. We text at least two times every five years. You ain't in a group chat. I did with grow Hollis up with Hollis Price. Price. Hollis Price, just a gem of a – I mean, he is one of the defining players of, uh, of that era of Oklahoma basketball, that era of college basketball, late 90s, early 2000s. You take all the – all the dudes of that time. Hollis Price, come on, man. He is also... What's he doing right now? He's coaching, is he not? Man, you're the one... What's, what's his Wikipedia page look like? What, I'm looking what, right now. What if Hollis Price is... Oh, my God, it's Jan Van Bredikoff. Dude, if I knew how to get into Wikipedia... What I is swear- this photo? Again, you have to. it has to be like an unlicensed picture. Yeah, we got to... Uh, can, we, can we... Hollis Price is a legend. I know Can we get a better picture than this? Have you looked at it? No, I was waiting for you I mean, to show it's, it to it's me. Just him, it's him during like the anthem of of a game playing for... Uh, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't played... He has not played since 2011 in his Wikipedia pages of him playing overseas like, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> What if Hollis Price and Jim Van Bredikoff are just on dating apps tricking people? Got another catfisher. I see. I see. I see what you're up to, Hollis Price. I, I, I'm on to you, Hollis Price. You know who Hollis Price is? He is the best player on the Final Four team, coached by Kelvin Sampson at Oklahoma. Kelvin Sampson going back to Norman for the first time since he was the coach at Oklahoma. It's a big deal. Do you see the quote from Kelvin? Sometimes coaches try to say things like, ah, oh, it's just another game, or I oh, was just, you know what he said? No, this is not a normal game. This won't be a normal situation. It's a big deal. How will he be treated? I hope fondly. I hope fondly. Will they treat him fondly? Hollis Price is the special assistant to Kelvin Sampson, and he's on the Houston staff, by the way. Well, I hope to God they treat him fondly. Oh, this is one hell of a homecoming right here. I thought that was the case, but I couldn't recall it in real time. I brought it up there. So, yes, he's on the staff. Oh, this is, oh, oh boy, storylines galore. Yeah, th- I think they will treat him. I mean, uh, they should. 
But that's a good question. I mean, I know my math is a little shaky, but it's almost been 20 years since he left, right? Yeah, I, I think I think all will uh, all will be well there. This hmm, good opportunity for Oklahoma, uh, who we previewed extensively in the preseason. It's a good opportunity up until they can't score. I know. <laughs> I think they might get a little bit of scoring done. Houston minus seven is the Ken Palm line. I will take the Sooners to be inside that number in this game. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I think I think Porter Moser's team gets it done. Uh, inside seven, that's that's just big enough. That's a Houston, tough one, isn't it? Yes, because good teams lose on the road to. I don't know if you heard about all how many top ten teams are losing on the road to the unranked teams. I know. I don't know if you've ever heard anything about that, but it happens a lot. Now we're asking Houston to go not only win the game but win it by more than seven. Houston does not have the best body of work in the sport, but. They are number one in the AP poll, and they do have the best computer numbers. How about this? Plus 32.09. That's the adjusted efficiency margin right now for Houston, according to Ken Palm. That's better than what UConn finished at last season. UConn last season finished at plus 29.86 while busting through the NCAA tournament, winning a national championship. Houston right, right now operating at a higher level. You know what? I want Kelvin to have a nice homecoming at Houston, uh, at Oklahoma for I'm not rooting against Oklahoma. I want to be clear about that. I want to be clear about that. But um, I don't know. I like for people to have good memories. Houston, uh, Houston going in to Oklahoma, Kelvin's first trip back and getting a victory, that would provide a good memory for that family. So that's what, yeah, I'll lay the points with the Houston Cougars. All right, we've got four down. and Here's the rest of the weekend. Um, well, before we get into the actual games, GP, uh Inside college basketball on Saturday. I want you to check it out if you can for your guy over here. Because I went down to, it's at 1 p.m. Eastern. I went down to Lexington a couple of weeks ago. If you want to know why my Reed Shepard story ran today, Parrish, mm-hmm. it's because tomorrow mm-hmm. I will have my first TV feature on Big CBS. It will be on Reed Shepard and his mother. At least it's scheduled to run as of uh, as of today. So uh, it's particularly well-timed because this was the target date for a while now, and Reed Shepard just happened to have the best game of his career uh, this weekend, which is also why Kyle Tucker, um, we communicated. He scrambled to get that thing out as soon as possible after Shepard did what he did. Oh, he didn't do you dirty, did he? No, no, he did not. He did not. But uh, but no, it's, it's, listen, Reed Shepard has been unreal. So um, so that uh, that feature will be up later today at CBSSports.com. And then, uh, yeah, a good three, three and a half minutes. I think we're going to make an, actually an even longer version for uh, for HQ. But uh, sat down with the family, with Cal Perry, with Reed Shepard. Um, really, a really awesome family and a cool story there. And, yeah, very, uh, very, very cool. So I want to thank uh, Nancy, who helped produce this thing. Our managing editor, Adi Joseph, actually prompted this story idea way back when. So this doesn't happen without him. And uh, really, really cool experience. Hope to get to do it more in the future. But, yeah, inside college basketball, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, keep an eye out for that. Game-wise, we've got Florida at South Carolina, noon Eastern, ESPN. Two ranked teams. Florida's 24th, South Carolina's 18th. It's a quality SEC game. Um, Illinois at Wisconsin, 1 p.m. Eastern on Big Ten Network. Uh, keep an eye for that. Oregon at Arizona. Oregon's on the outside looking in, but if it were able to steal one, then we'd really have an interesting situation with Duck's resume if they can get it done. Wake Forest is in a very big spot on the road on Saturday. Demon Deacons did not get it done earlier in the week at Notre Dame. Now they play at Virginia Tech, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. 
on the CW. Uh, I love that the CW has given us some stuff there. But yeah, that's uh, that's a big game there for for Forbes and Wake Forest. So um, see if they can get it done. What else do we have here? Virginia at Duke, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN. Pretty good game overall. Uh, the fact that Kyle Filipowski wound up playing only made the court storming discourse worse. Um, but I'm very, very happy that he was healthy and not hurt enough not to be able to play. Um, I think they're going to need him in this uh, in this game here. That's a, that's a huge opportunity for Virginia, which, again, is just... They've been asked lately. So um, we'll see if they can get past that. We've got on CBS Sports Network, New Mexico, Boise State, another Mountain West game that will probably come down to you know, a shot at the buzzer. So uh, do tune in for that. And then, yeah, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. That's 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Uh, just a huge one. But we got to go with the game of the weekend. So the and one, this is the rare and one where my pick is, is not like objectively the obvious, you know, or my pick is, you know, a top two game. Normally GP puts that on there, but I will go with Tennessee at Alabama, 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Houston on ESPN. It's going to be going down on Antoine Petway Court. Okay. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I figured you might appreciate that. Uh, Ken Palm has it, Bama, minus one. Who you got, GP? I mean, I, you got, I got to take the home team, don't I? I mean, I, I love Dalton Connect as, as, as much as the next man, right? But like picking against Alabama at home, that seems like a wild seems like a wild thing to do. Yeah, that's not uh, something I'm comfortable know. doing. I mean, it's not something I'm comfortable doing. All right, so I'm gonna have, I'll take Crimson Tide minus one, and I've got Tennessee right now as the fourth number one seed. It doesn't appear that mm-hmm. anybody's gonna catch Purdue, UConn, Houston, mm-hmm. but somebody's got to be the fourth number one seed. I, most people seem to think it's Arizona right now, and it, it's close. It, it, it's all uh, you know, open to interpretation. But my interpretation, I would go with Tennessee as the fourth number one seed right now, but I, I can't pick them in, in what amounts to a pick them game at Alabama. I'll take the Crimson Tide minus one. Um, let's see. I will go... Alabama has lost on its home. Trivia time. Who beat Alabama on its home floor this season? Somebody that shouldn't have. I think that's fair. But uh, yes or no, a team that is going to the NCAA tournament. No. 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 Uh, that would be a wrong answer. Clemson. Clemson. Well, hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> now, if, you ain't, if you ain't willing to put Gonzaga in yet. Look where I found myself. Slow down. <laughs> look where I, I am not willing to put Clemson in yet. It is not a lock. It wins If it wins at Notre Dame on Saturday, Clemson. I might have to lock it in, but we'll see. Um, valid point. I will. Oh man, what a game this is! Oh, does the winning team does the winning team hit ninety here, GP? Yes. The losing team might hit ninety. Uh, might might Ken Palm projected scores eighty five, eighty four. Um, give me Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee. How about this? It, it is more likely that both teams hit ninety than it is that neither hits ninety. Uh, no, I disagree. Yeah, that's probably not statistically sound what I just said, <laughs> but 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 I'm just going to believe it. I'm just going to believe it because I I would like to. Tennessee has a top five defense. I will take the balls. You're going to take Bama, okay? Take that. I dig that. Well, now it's time. I mean, it is time right now. Okay, we're picking. We're picking a D three bracket. I I texted you the link. Did you bring it up? Yeah, I got it. All right. Here's the key. I'm going to give a shout out to a a couple of folks here. D3 Datacast apparently is all over this. Uh, Matt Snyder, 
Zack Snyder. I think that's a different Matt Snyder <laughs> uh, from the one who works at CBS. Maybe maybe Matt Snyder's doing <laughs> double duty on D3 Datacast, but um, these guys apparently do a great job. Uh, <laughs> you think Matt Snyder's ranking Major League Baseball teams and, up- and D3 basketball teams? I brought up the YouTube page that says Matt Snyder and Zack Snyder. So um, The Snyder want? brothers. I would think so. Yes, I would think that's exactly what's happening here. And they are all over this. I And I think there are even folks in the chat. Russ from the Boneyard, I think, is way into D3 hoops here. Uh, I posted the bracket earlier in the week, and it got traction. People all over this thing. And I had people reach out wanting to share a few tips. The conceit here is that we don't know anything about these teams. So oh, we're just speak for yourself. Oh, really? You did? Yeah? Oh, speak for yourself. No, you did not. I, I I also have friends who follow D3 Hoops. Speak for yourself. You were working it, huh? This starts today, by the way. D3 Men's Tournament. Can't wait. The gorgeous bracket on your screen right now here. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into it and pick it real quick. Um, I'm going to go with all the uh, – is it every single game today? Holy crap, every single every single game in the D3 tournament is being played later today. We're going to the left side first. Hampton-Sydney against LaRoche. They don't seed this thing? It's not seeded. That's another thing. I've, I've learned a lot, yeah. I, I, I knew it, but I forgot it, and then I remembered it. They don't seed it. I mean, I, ha- I have a general idea of, of what seeds are. Hampton-Sydney is the better team. Do you want me to give you the seed approximations? Yeah, yeah I would prefer some seed I thought you had it. I thought you had this buttoned up. I now know, you're asking me for seeds. I know, some, I know some things. I know some things. I don't know everything. You don't have to tell me about Hampton Sydney. I know that. You don't have to tell me nothing about Hampton Sydney. All I know is that LaRoche is 15 and 10, and it's in this bracket. I don't know what the hell's going on. So. Yeah, LaRoche has LaRoche, LaRoche been overrated all year. LaRoche has been overrated all year. Give me Hampton Sydney. Hampton Sydney. Not yeah, a, yeah, someone yeah. please track this. I will I will genuinely I tried to print this thing out, man. The 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 printer uh, industry, what a racket, dude. Like I I swear I put cartridges into this thing like the first week of January and now you're telling me it's already I don't even get me started. I wanted to print out a bracket. Damn printer failed me. All right. Stevens. 22 and 5 against Farmingdale State, 26 and 2. I'm told Stevens is the better team. Yeah, because Brad Stevens is named after Brad Stevens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're looking for. They, named, they named their school after Brad Stevens, just like Drake named their school after Drake. And anytime you can pick Stevens in a bracket, you have to. I'm not an idiot. You know, do I look like an idiot? Anytime you can pick Stevens in a bracket, you have to do that up until the championship game, of course. Up until the championship game. I'm taking Stevens easy. Next game. Rowan against Carnegie Mellon. I think this is a pretty even one overall. I'm going to go Carnegie Mellon because, you know, I, I I I know someone who went there. That's my only reason. Yeah, same. That's my only reason, too. You know someone who went there? I, th- I think I probably do. Okay. <laughs> Trivia time. What city is Carnegie Mellon in? Oh, man. Come on. It, it, Pittsburgh. There we go. What a pull. What How a did pull. I know that? What a poll. There did, we go. Did did Facini go there? He might have. He might have. I, I mean, did he go to like grad school there and he went to Ohio State? We'll ask him if we have time before the end of the show. Yeah, we'll get him in. Just open his mic. We'll, leave it, Leave his mic closed for now. But like, if we have time, we'll open his mic up. We'll figure that out. Sounds good. Um, Catholic, 24-3, and three, taking on Worcester State, 
18 and 9. That's a four. It's like a four seed against, you know, like a 13. It's kind of like a 4-13. When I was uh, an intern at the Birmingham Post-Herald, and after my junior year of college, I was I didn't like uh, spending the weekends alone, so I would drive home most weekends to to hang out with my buddies at the casinos. And our waitress, uh, in uh, she she would always feed us chicken strips in the middle of the night, and she was from Worcester, Mass. There we go, Any Worcester State. It's 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 Worcester, Mass. <laughs> but uh, but you, sure. you, you have to. I grew up in Mississippi. I'm doing the best I can with your little Northeast words. <laughs> okay. Doing the best I can. Hey, I would have just the same amount of trouble every, I'm sure, with a couple of, uh, yeah. couple of towns and spots down by you. Keep it going. Keep it going. St. Thomas out of Texas. Yeah, I know St. Thomas. You, oh, you do? Yeah, out of Texas. Okay. <laughs> Versus uh, Claremont State. This is like uh, pretty evenly matched right here. 19 and 6 versus 20 and 6. Yeah, but St. Thomas played tougher schedule. Uh, if you say so, yeah, it's Claremont. It's Claremont. Uh, Claremont MS. I don't. I don't have the uh, the details on that. It's Claremont. Claremont multiple sclerosis. No, it's not. I think that's what it is. I will take Claremont. No, I'm St. Thomas played the tougher schedule. Got to be faster than Cal Lutheran Whitworth. Uh, Whitworth. Definitely Whitworth. Yeah. Nebraska Wesleyan versus Centenary. Is this is this the centenary? No, is it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm taking. I'm. T- well, I don't. I'm not. Remember that was a D1 program. I don't think it's the same one. I can't speak to which centenary this is. <laughs> but can I, I don't think. I don't but think I'm. Com- I'm, I'm, comfor- I'm. I'm only comfortable taking centenary. Whichever centenary it is, I'm taking that one. You take uh, 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 okay. You take Centenary. I'm gonna take Nebraska Wesleyan. Trinity versus <laughs> the name of the school is Texas Dallas. <laughs> Trinity versus Texas Dallas. Um, Trinity is considered the better team. I'll take. Trinity. What do you think even happens when you get a recruiting letter from Texas Dallas? How confused are you? Like when it, when when they when the when the mail comes in and it says, "Hey, hey, baby, you got a letter from Texas Dallas." You just don't even know what's happening, do you? No clue. You have no idea what's happening. I'm just going to assume Trinity can't possibly listen to, uh, can't possibly. I just don't think Trinity can possibly lose to the University of Dyslexia. That's what that is. They got it backwards. They don't even know. Texas, Dallas. I'm taking them. Other side of the bracket. Widener. God, you love a good Widener. Widener versus Roger Williams. Widener's definitely the better team. Roger Williams is in the D3 tournament and has a 12 and 14 record. Don't ask me why. They probably got an auto bid or something. Dead leg. You don't know nothing about D3 I hoops. Don't think that's, that's not how it works. That's they got not a whole situation. Works. In fact, I had it explained to me. Then tell me how it works, dead leg. Since you're, you. since you're so smart, tell me how it I works. I thought you had this all wired. What happened to that? Yeah, you don't know who went. You don't know who graduated from Widener College. You don't know who graduated from Texas Dallas. What's your point? Who do you think graduated from Texas Dallas? I don't know. Look it up on Wikipedia right now. Roger Williams won the auto bid. There we go. Russ from the Boneyard stepping in. I thought you said it don't work like that. I had I had an explanation here. Hold on. Where's the Where's my guy? He sent a D three coach literally listens to the pod and sent it to me. Hold on. 
Um, you, need to, you need to get better sources. He said, okay, it's better than D2, which is strictly regional with eight regions of eight. That model punishes strong regions. Uh, D3 is done by regional rankings, which combines win percentage, strength of schedule, and record versus regionally ranked opponents. That's how they see this thing. I just said they probably want to auto bid, and you said that's not how it works. You tried to shame my D3 knowledge. Let's go. I'll accept your apology if you offer it right now. I'm sorry. Let's go. I will accept it if you apologize. I just did. Pick the game. You don't know who went to Widener College. I do. Phil Martelli did. Why am I not seeing? <laughs> did he? Actually, that makes sense. That sounds That sounds right. Of course it sounds right. There's more game. Right. I'm taking Widener College. I'm not picking against Phil Martelli's alma mater. Are you crazy? Says, uh, we're not picking this whole bracket. We have we have even more here. Um, Chris Newbar. Chris. Chris Newport from Ho- versus Hobart. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Hold up. That sounds like a wrestling match. <laughs> it says Chris Newport versus Hobart. <laughs> that sounds like that's on the undercard at WrestleMania. Oh, man. I don't let's even... just pick a let's let's just pick a final four. I'm no. Whoa, God, I, you 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 wanted to do this. So many games. Why do they have so many games in this stupid thing? Too many games. And why is there a place called Texas Dallas? <laughs> All right. I'm changing it up here. Top names in this thing. Uh, Texas Dallas. Swarthmore, of course. John Carroll. No doubt. Randolph Macon. Classic. Classic Randolph Macon. Um, there's, a, there's a school called Hood. Randolph Macon. That's, that's, that's Greg Marshall, isn't it? Randolph Macon is where, um, I yeah, I guess so, but it's also where um, uh, Penn State coach. I'm blanking now. Uh, he coached there and won titles there. Uh, come on, man, who's the coach of Penn State? Why am I blanking? Micah. Micah Shrewsbury coaches at Notre Dame. Um, no, uh, God. <laughs> My, Mike. Mike Rhodes. <laughs> Correct, Mike Rhodes. Sorry, I was blanking there. Mike Rhodes coached at Randolph Macon was really good. And, yeah, and well, uh, then what am I thinking about? <laughs> Dude, I I Greg Marshall Colonel question on Randolph this podcast. Macon. My I associate Randolph Macon with Greg Marshall. I don't yeah, know. If you I might want to update your your associations then. Okay. No. Okay. I associate, well, I associate Greg Marshall with Randolph Macon. I don't think Randolph Macon would let be you decide who who I associate Randolph Macon with. I associate it with Mike Rhodes. That's just me. Okay. Pick a final four. I don't know. Just pick a team from each region. I'm going to give you. I'm going to go with, you know, my alma mater, Western Connecticut State, 22 and 5. It's not in this thing. Gosh. Keene State got it. The Little East. Shouts to the Little East, by the way. Come on, man. I will go. Keene State, 24 and 3, by the way. Um, I will go Randolph Macon to the Final Four. I will go. Give me. Uh, why am I why am I thinking so hard about this? Give me Keene State, I Randolph Macon, at all. Hampton, Sydney, and some of these names are just unbelievable. And Wisconsin, Platteville, because I'm sure there's a there's a Ryan, someone connected to Bo Ryan's family is coaching there, and they're going to make the final four. That's my final four. Wolfgang Rindler went to Texas Dallas. He's a professor of physics. That's the best I can do. 
Hey, Russ told me that uh, NYU's got Coach K's grandson on the team. Really? Yeah, that's goat jeans. They got goat jeans at NYU. So I'm putting them. I'm putting them in the Final Four. Clearly. Okay. And then can I? uh, Can I take Trinity? Of course you can. Right here in Connecticut. Yeah, Yeah, I'd like to take Trinity. And then if you don't mind, give me a Swarthmore. Uh, by the way, I'm not fact-checking this real-time. I'm presuming these are all in different regions. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I just want a Swarthmore. That's Landy uh, Kozmowski. Davidson grad, former Davidson assistant. Good, doing, doing good things at Swarthmore, I gather. The people that listen that follow D3, I, this is an abomination, and I'm so sorry. But you're welcome. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I got to take Widener. <laughs> That's Hold on. I guess I got to take Widener. Put All them right, in take there. Widener. So, Russ, in real time on the show, did uh, did Paris's Final Four come from the right regions? Let us know in the let us know in the chat there. So, there we go. You apparently you took Trinity out of Texas because you took NYU and Trinity from Connecticut is in the same region. Okay, well then, whichever one, it doesn't matter to me. By matter. the way, do you know what uh, the uh, uh, Tufts Tufts? Do you know what Tufts mascot is? You know where Guster went to college, Tufts. Do you know what Tufts mascot is? I'm gonna look, no. I'm gonna look up right now. They're the Tufts Jumbos. <laughs> yeah, it's Jumbo the elephant. Hell yeah, they're the Jumbos. That's what I should have done. Uh, you know, you get wrapped up right in a feature. What do you want from me? I should have looked up the mascots for all these because there are. There's got to be some epic ones. The, the Jumbos. Jumbos. That is a great mask. That is a great logo. That's a great mascot. There's not a single damn elephant in Boston, but nevertheless, Tufts Jumbos. I love it. That's my final four. Who are you taking to win it? Um, can you can you remember the four teams you just picked? Yeah, I, in, I'm taking NYU. Goat jeans. They got goat jeans. NYU. Yeah, I'm taking NYU. Hey, time. I, I know there's off the top of my head. What's NYU's nickname? The Jumbos. No, they're the Violets. They're the Violets. Um, at least they better be because I was really confident. <laughs> Hold on. I'm pretty sure they're the Violets. Hold on. Say, bring it up. Yes, the violets. I still got it. I will take. Um, give me. You really took Widener, didn't you? To win the whole thing, I will go. Let's see what Wisconsin Platteville's record is. Wisconsin Platteville. Uh, give me Wis. Yeah, you know what? What the hell? Wisconsin Platteville to win the whole thing. <laughs> Why not? What do I care? You got Swarthmore. They're twenty and eight, by the way. Yeah. But they, but they're getting hot. I don't think. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you've been seeing Swarthmore lately. I, I, I can guarantee you that I haven't. A lot but, of that. A lot of that. A lot of that stuff you're referencing that happened back in December. It's, it's Swarthmore's a different team now. Wisconsin Platteville, twenty three and four. I'll ride with it. I'll ride with it. If you want the best record in this whole thing, looking right now, John Carroll's twenty five and two. Trinity out of Connecticut's twenty five and one. Yeah. Ain't played uh, nobody though. Neither of us picked them to make the final four. I don't believe. Ain't played nobody. Trinity might have the best record here. It looks like it. Yeah, I think it's the only one lost team in the in the bracket. There you go. That is your, that is your Division Three NCAA tournament preview picks extravaganza. March is here, folks. March is here. Hey, listen. If if you appreciate the fact that at twelve forty five in the morning, I decided I got to give these folks some sort of intro for the usual March episode. Do us a favor. Go ahead. 
rate five stars, nice comments, Apple Podcasts. We could use a few more as we lead into the postseason here as more and more people. Every year, there are people that have, ne- that have no idea that this podcast exists, and then they find it, and then, well... <laughs> I hope they don't find it. Like, the people that have never listened to the show that like come to it for the first time and like you pick up on like March 8th, and you're like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. At least rate it nicely so that the folks who find it uh, have reasons to discover it. That's all. Yeah, this one's going to be like, yeah, you don't want that. I hope nobody discovers this one specifically. I want it. I want if you are listening, if you've made it to the end, if you got there's, there's no, no nobody got there's to the end. Of I, the I barely got to nobody the end of this. on the planet found this episode for the first of this show for the first time on this episode and then blasted through our division three tournament spectacular and is still listening that there's there's no human being that that needs no that chance answer. i'm barely listening Thank i'm bare i'm barely made it here i bear there's no chance and no anybody else made it here i barely made it here myself shouts to Devin downey shouts to chester south carolina shouts to terry mf and teagle legend shouts to huck larnell shouts to jam Van <laughs> sure I'm going to go put my senior pictures on Wikipedia, like, right now. Uh, That's wild. That's a wild deal. If you're not subscribed, go subscribe anyway. You subscribe to podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. There's more of us than there are of them. Jam Van Bredeker, I've never been more sure in my life he's a us than when I saw that picture. That's a us if I ever seen a us. That's a us if I ever seen a us. Jam Van Bredeker. Make sure it's reflected in the comments. We're going to talk to you again on Sunday. Till then, take care.